stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza, this is MB Now, and here are your news on web. Malacanang said there is no truth to reports that there will be a nationwide lockdown from December 23 to January 3. In a text message, presidential spokesman Harry Roque quickly denied the circulating reports, saying these are fake news. Cabinet Secretary Carlo Nograles, who co-chairs the government's COVID-19 pandemic task force, urged the public not to easily believe rumors. He likewise discouraged people from spreading unverified reports. According to the palace official, the public should instead continue to observe minimum health standards to avoid getting COVID-19. After months of strict lockdown, the government has been easing quarantine restrictions to revive the economy. It likewise eased physical distancing restrictions to allow the people to continue with their Christmas traditions like the Simbangabi. However, the government urged the public to continue observing minimum health standards like keeping Christmas get-togethers get -togethers up to 30% of the venue's capacity in areas under the general community quarantine to prevent the spread of the disease. The government may reopen the country's doors to foreign tourists once coronavirus vaccines become widely available. But for now, presidential spokesman Harry Roque said foreign tourists remain barred from entering the country. Roque issued a pronouncement in the wake of persistent appeals from concerned groups to the government to further relax the country's travel restrictions for foreigners, especially the fiancés of Filipinos seeking to enter the country. Roque, however, asked concerned groups to be patient as he linked the government's possible easing of the travel ban on foreign tourists to the availability of the coronavirus vaccines. Late last month, the Interagency Task Force for the Management of Infectious Diseases has allowed foreign spouses of Filipinos and their children to enter the country starting December 7. The task force also gave the green light to the entry of former Filipino citizens, including their spouses and children, regardless of age, who are traveling with them. The government has required the travelers allowed visa-free entry to pre-book a quarantine facility and coronavirus test at an airport laboratory as a precaution against the illness. They will also be subject to the maximum capacity of inbound passengers at the port and the date of entry. Well, tapatan po para walang uh, umaasa. Hanggang ban pa po ang tourist visas, I don't think there can be a way for them to come in. Ang pag-asa na lang po natin, may bakuna na. Sa pag may bakuna na, eh, baka po pwede na po tayong magbukas ng ating uh, teritoryo muli sa mga turista. Antay na lang po tayo. Sandali na lang po yan dahil narito na po ang bakuna. Senator Sherwin Gachelian on Monday called for the resignation of Toll Regulatory Board Head Abraham Salis for failure to address the glitches and traffic experienced by motorists due to the mandatory registration for cashless payment on expressways. 
Gatchelian said the TRB executive director should go, stressing the need for the agency to have a more aggressive chief to address the mess brought about by the sudden shift to RFID, which has caused massive traffic buildup, especially in the North Luzon Expressway. The senator said the executive director is supposed to be in charge of the day-to-day -day activity of the TRB and reports to the board for policy making. Gachalan had earlier urged lawmakers to review the concession agreement between these stall operators and the TRB. He warned expressway operators they could lose their concessions if they are found negligent. If operators cannot extend good service, he said, the public has the power to rescind their contract. Vice President Lenny Robredo said in a radio show that government officials like herself can be used as guinea pigs for the commercialized COVID-19 vaccine. The vice president welcomed this idea, adding that this is to prove to Filipinos that the vaccine is safe. Our news correspondent, Elson Kismorio, has this report. Vice President Lenny Robredo welcomed the idea of using government officials like herself as guinea pigs for the commercialized COVID-19 vaccine just to prove to Filipinos that it is safe. Robredo was told of this proposal by DCXL radio anchor Elisa Lodar Sunday morning during the duo's program, Biservisyong Lenny. Saludar noted how the Dengvaksha episode a few years ago have instilled fear among Filipinos regarding the use of vaccines. As the idea goes, the citizenry will once again believe in the efficacy of vaccines if government officials would take the lead. So, so sa akin ka, Eli, depende sa dahilan. Mm -hmm. Kung ang dahilan magpapakita ay ma-encourage ma yung confidence sa kaligtasan ng aligtasan ng bakuna, tama yon. Mm -hmm. Pero hindi siya tama kung ang dahilan gusto lang siya yung maunang maprotektahan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kasi dapat, dapat kasi kaeli yung una talaga maprotektahan, yung pinaka-exposed. At nagsangayon ako na healthcare workers yon. The Vice President likened the notion to post-red tide situations wherein elected officials of a given coastal town or city would be the first to eat seafood in order to show their constituents that it is once again safe. Naalala ko nga ka, Ellen, dati yung malakas yung bagyo sa amin, yung Typhoon Glenda. Mm -hmm. Maraming lugar sa amin, walang drinking water. Mm -hmm. So, na, meron kaming nakuha ng assistance from UP na yung alam-alam mo yun, yung pa, parang water filtration system ka, Ellie, mm -hmm. Na kahit yung sobrang dumi ng tubig, sinifilter niya. Naalala ko ka, Ellie, pag pag binibigay namin yun, nagkakaroon kami ng demo, ako yung unang umiinom. Mm -hmm. At pag umiinom nga ako ka, Ellie, nagsisigawan yung mga tao kasi nakita nila kung kaano kadumi yung, yung pinagmulan tapos yung iinumin mo. Countries in the West have either begun mass immunizations or are close to doing so following the approval of the commercial use of COVID-19 vaccines. This means that the Philippines could get its turn in the near future even as the government tries to source for more funds to buy the sought-after drug. For MB Now, this is Elson Kismorio reporting. In Metro News, Manileños to get free COVID-19 swab test at the comfort of their homes. Valenzuela City to start social housing project in January 2021. 
And Philippines sets world record for tallest tin can tower. More from this report. In line with the efforts to stem the spread of the dreaded coronavirus disease, Manila Mayor Isko announced that residents may now be tested in their own homes via its mobile home service free swab testing. He said residents need not travel or leave their homes to have their COVID-19 swab test. The mayor also said that the Manila Health Department has started a door-to-door -door service of COVID-19 swab testing using e-trikes. Manila's COVID-19 cases are on a downward trend and the occupancy rate in hospitals and quarantine facilities in terms of beds dedicated to COVID-19 cases is now at 25%. The city has 23,452 confirmed COVID-19 cases with 22,378 recoveries. Some 1,632 families residing in danger zones in Valenzuela City are set to be relocated as the construction of a 34-building socialized housing project will start in January 2021, the local government announced on December 4. Through the project, residents can now choose between a 36-square-meter or a 42-square-meter housing unit. According to the city government, the monthly amortization rate for the first year of a 36-square-meter unit will cost 1,726 pesos and 86 centavos, while the 42-square-meter unit will only cost 1,915 pesos and 59 centavos. The amortization will be credited with a socialized rate up to 2% to 4.5% for the first 10 years. The rent-to-own house and lot units will be payable in 30 years. The city government said it will act as the lifetime estate manager of loan housing project to ensure proper maintenance and sustainable order in the community. The Philippines has set a Guinness World Record for the tallest tin can structure. Guinness posted on December 2 a video of the structure assembled by Mega Global Corporation at a warehouse in Valenzuela City on November 24. The structure, which resembles a Christmas tree, measures 19 feet and 4.5 inches high and was assembled using 70,638 sardine cans. Valenzuela Mayor Rex Gachalian said the sardines will be donated to Filipino families suffering from the effects of COVID-19 pandemic. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Lockdown on Lawag Public Market extended. COVID-19 hospital admission in Bacolod at its lowest since September. And 64 new COVID-19 cases recorded in Caraga region. More from this report. Lawag City Mayor Michael Keon has extended the lockdown at the Lawag City Public Market and Commercial Complex effective December 5 until further notice. In Keon's executive order, he stated that there was a need to extend the lockdown to complete the ongoing contact tracing and expanded targeted coronavirus disease testing in the city. The expanded targeted testing aims to cover 10% of the total population per barangay, including at least one representative per household, according to provincial consultant on COVID-19, Dr. Norman Rabago. The One Hospital Command Center of the Bacolod City Emergency Operations Center or EOC has recorded its lowest hospital capacity utilization rate for coronavirus disease since September. EOC records show that on December 4, all seven hospitals in Bacolod only reported an overall 38.79% capacity utilization rate. It was also reported that on December 4, only 78 of 201 beds have been used that day, leaving 123 more beds to accommodate incoming patients. The admission rate of patients who tested positive for COVID-19 has steadily declined as cases have also gone down in the past months. 
The number of coronavirus disease cases in northeastern Mindanao or Caragay region continued to increase with 64 new cases recorded along with three additional deaths. Based on the Department of Health Center for Health and Development's COVID-19 Regional Case Bulletin, Caraga Region now has a total of 3,898 confirmed cases of COVID-19 with 428 active cases and 183 deaths. The DOH also reported that the region has also recorded 3,287 recoveries. In world news, Syrian archives images of Damascus homes to preserve them. China's animal rescuer houses over a thousand dogs. And porcelain sneakers could first sell or first to sell for one million U.S. dollars. Let's watch this report. Strolling through the alleyways of war-torn Syria's capital, Rania Katov snaps photos of the city's famed houses, capturing their nooks and crannies for prosperity. After seeing how vulnerable they had become during the country's devastating civil war, the 35-year-old began creating a digital archive of the buildings of Old Damascus. The old city of the Syrian capital is famed for its elegant century-old houses, usually two stories built around a leafy rectangular courtyard with a carved stone fountain at its center. More than a thousand dogs were rescued by a Chinese dog lover, Wen Junhong, in the southern Chinese metropolis, Chongqing, China. Twenty years ago, Wen took home one abandoned dog and out of her concern, she lost counting and now she has 1,300 dogs in total. She said people are beginning to recognize that what she was doing is good, but some people say she is a psychopath. But she just ignored it and she focused on the meaningful acts of saving dogs. Sotheby's New York unveils a pair of sneakers that could be the first to be sold for a million dollars. The creation by Adidas and Meissen includes overlays of porcelain on the leather shoes. This athletic shoes is not intended for actual use and therefore cannot be worn. The design, rarity, and price of these shoes may help elevate the collector's sports shoes market to a new stage. The design of the shoe was inspired by the ZX8000 shoes that Adidas offered for sale and was highly popular. In entertainment, Philippine Representative Roberta Angela Roan Tamundong was crowned Miss Echo Teen International in Egypt over the weekend. Tamundong is the first Filipino to win an international title at the height of the pandemic when most of the international competitions have been rescheduled for next year. She is a student from San Beda University in Manila and had previously won Bidibini in Quezon City and Mutia Nan San Pablo 2019. Tamundong has impressed judges in the pre-pageant events for Miss Echo Teen International. She won Best Echo Dress, first runner-up at Beachwear Prime Competition, and second runner-up Talent Competition. Tamundong is the first Filipino to win the Miss Echo Teen International title. Pinoy Pop or P-Pop Group SB19 holds its ground among the biggest artists in the world in terms of popularity from social media, YouTube, and streaming sites. U.S.-based music chart site Billboard revealed last week that SB19 has been listed sixth in its top social 50 artists of 2020, joining the likes of EXO, BTS, NCT 127, 17, and Ariana Grande. SB19 is the only Southeast Asian group in Billboard Social Artists Top 10 for 2020. 
Billboard Social 50 list ranks the most popular artists based on data from social media, YouTube, and streaming sites. In sports, two months since he began training with Freddie Roach, Tokyo Olympics bound Yumir Marshall is finally making his pro debut. The Zamboanga City Pride is set to face American boxer Andrew Whitfield in a four-round middleweight bout on December 17, Manila time, under the event of Premier Boxing Champions at LA Live's Microsoft Theater. Marshall, who signed with PBC and Manny Pacquiao's MP Promotions, is following the footsteps of the Filipino legend by trading with Roach at his Hollywood-based wildcard boxing club. Wildcard is where Pacquiao trained for his greatest in-ring performances and is serving as a one-stop shop for Marshall's preparations for his professional debut and Olympic glory. Before the pandemic shut the world down, Marshall had been on a roll. He punched his ticket for the 2000 or the 2021 Olympics in March by winning all four of his bouts in the Asia Oceania Olympic qualifying tournament in Amman, Jordan. Last December, he captured the gold at the 30th Southeast Asian Games as well as a silver medal in last year's World Back Boxing Championships. His illustrious resume also includes being a three-time Southeast Asian Games champion. And those are the news on web today, December 7, 2020. It's 18 days before Christmas. For new, more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.